all and welcome to the Blue Diamond. This is Adre with something to say. Today I'm going to have a little bit of a scientific talk. Well, actually it's a complete scientific talk uh, where I'm just going to share some information that I have. Before I do that, disclaimer. I took biology, chemistry, and anatomy and physiology in high school. I took biology again in college and I took several psychology courses intro to psych child psych adolescent psych at normal psych that's the extent of my science knowledge and I was an average science student uh, never got anything lower than a B but only got a couple of A's I am not a science expert. I don't even really care for science. I'm more of a mathematician. But anyway, I just wanted to give you that disclaimer because everything that I'm going to share today is just coming out of my own head um, with no expertise whatsoever. So I advise you to do your own research. I'm going to talk today about transhumanism, modified RNA, nanotechnology, and population control. Oh, one more disclaimer. It's really humid today, so I'm sitting at my desk next to the window with the window open so I can enjoy the, the occasional breeze. So there may be some background sounds that you hear today. Cars going by, honk, um, horns honking, pedestrians going down the sidewalk, nature, whatever. But I don't think it'll really disturb the flow of the podcast. Anyway, so as I was saying, this science stuff. I recently watched a couple of documentaries uh, that were about population control, preserving life, um, modified RNA, and nanotechnology. And I really, oh, and vaccines, of course. And so I really started to think about this whole vaccine race that we're watching right now. I bet for um, an older person who was around during the space race, this might be reminiscent of that time. We have all of these mad scientists all over the world who are in a race to create a vaccine for COVID-19 with different motivations. I'm sure that there are some scientists out there who are doing this for the sake of science, um, some doing it for glory, some doing it um, because they want to protect the population, some because they want to control the population, and a whole lot because they want money. So with there being this race and with this vaccine, you know, in high demand, I wonder if there's some people out there who are willing to either one, take shortcuts, or two, use this as an opportunity to force their agendas on us. So let's talk about forcing the agenda because we know there are some people out there who are doing this um, just for the money and they may take every shortcut that's necessary and we're not going to know what the residual effects of that are for another few decades. All right, so that's something that I'm sure some of us have thought about, 
but I want to focus more so on the other side, pushing agendas on the human population. So that's where this talk about transhumanism, which results in human 2.0 comes along. Also modified RNA and nanotechnology. First, let me define transhumanism as I understand it. Again, remember, I have no science background. So transhumanism is this um, theory that we can transcend human beings in a way that will increase the intellect and physical capabilities, uh, almost making something like a, a mutant human being, something that you would think uh, you'd hear, uh, you think of when you watch the X-Men or something like that, but maybe not to that extreme, but you, you never know. Um, and it's done through a couple of ways from what I understand based on the, the documentaries that I watched and a little bit of research that I've done online. You have modified RNA. I'm going to read the definition of RNA and you're going to, have to, I can't really break these things down in layman's terms. Hopefully you'll interpret it in a way that makes it easier for you to understand because I can only break it down so much. So RNA stands for ribonucleic acid. It's a nuclear acid present in all living things, uh, just like DNA is also a nucleic acid. Did I say nucleic acid? I meant to. Uh, and as we know, genetic information lives inside of DNA. Well, DNA gives instruction to RNA and then RNA delivers the instruction and it's used for the synthesis or creation of proteins. But there are some cases where in certain viruses, RNA has the genetic information rather than the DNA. So what some scientists have been doing is taking RNA and modifying it in ways that will help carry the vaccine into our system. Um, and I'm sure there are scientists out there right now who, you know, if they're watching, listening to this, brother, they are shaking their heads and rolling their eyes and saying she has no idea what she's talking about. And that's okay if you feel that way. Um, but you put this modified RNA in a vaccine and it has certain instructions. It carries certain information. So the question is, can modified RNA then disrupt or modify DNA? So you are given a vaccine. The vaccine has modified RNA in it. What is that gonna to do to your system? What is it that going to do to the DNA in your system? And how will we, how long will it take until we know the end result of that? The other side of that is nanotechnology. 
of a, a vax, creating a vaccine that has nanotechnology inside of it. And then when it is injected into you, you just meaning human, you in general, those, that nanotechnology lives within your system. Who controls that nanotechnology? So why would anybody want to do this? Well, let's talk about um, Bill Gates. I have watched a few conversations, you know, interviews um, with Bill Gates. I watched his TED Talk where he talked about uh, the population and the need to decrease the population. The world has become crowded. The world has a hard time producing the amount of resources that human beings need and the amount of resources that we don't need but definitely abuse and indulge in. The earth is having a hard time. So to make the earth healthier, Bill Gates talks about decreasing the population and doing so through vaccines and the healthcare system. Now that's what he says on his TED talk. So I'm listening to him and he is saying, use a vaccine, use the healthcare system to decrease the population. He does not talk about stopping population growth. I don't know that I like either idea, depending on how you go about doing it. Um, but they are not one in the same. Let me give you an example of the difference. So stopping population growth might look like sterilizing a percentage of the population so that there are less women having children, therefore decreasing the rate of growth. Decreasing the population means looking at the number of people who are currently alive on the planet and ending some lives. And he talks about doing that through vaccines and the healthcare system. So now I go back to this race we find ourselves in, this race for a vaccine for um, COVID-19 in the different types of things that people can do. You know what's in something when someone is giving you an injection. You know what they tell you. And you might get a little packet that talks about some of the side effects. But in this race we find ourselves in right now, there's not enough research being done for someone to honestly and truly tell you these are the potential side effects and dangers to getting this vaccine. I am sure that there are some people out there right now who have been saying this for a long time, especially some people who are parents of autistic children, who I have heard say that some of this is the result of vaccines. Those people are probably sitting around right now saying, yeah, welcome to my world. Now, all of a sudden, we have more people concerned about vaccines and what's being put into our systems. You have people out there who are billionaires and have influence and have an agenda 
who can help scientists by giving them money and resources to develop certain things like modified RNA or nanotechnology that can be placed in your system. And then you find someone able to control you or make you more susceptible to certain diseases so that the population, the overpopulation of the planet can be taken care of. Now, I could probably sound like a crazy person to some of you, but I want you to think about it like this. A group of black men line up to be given medication. Medication from the government. They think that they are being helped, but they're actually being given a disease. They're being given syphilis. This is not some kind of you know, sick sci-fi movie or novel. This is real life. Tuskegee experiment happened. Um, it was real. It was done by the government. If you think that people won't put something in a vaccine, then talk to the, you know, children, grandchildren, descendants of men who were part of the Tuskegee experiment and purposefully given syphilis and no medication, no kind of treatment. Seriously. It sounds outrageous, but it did happen. I put nothing past anyone. Another thing I want you to think about is <laughs> if somebody could have described 2020 just one year ago, you know, in September of 2019, I said, listen, two months from now, there's going to be this outbreak in Wuhan. And it's going to spread all over the entire world. And there's going to be incredible restrictions on your movement. Your entire way of life is going to change. How you communicate with your family is going to change. Who you can see and spend time with is going to change. Your ability to earn a living is going to change. You're going to walk around with your face covered and... and this, the world's going to, I mean, the United States is going to run out of toilet paper. <laughs> you would have said that it was some kind of Stephen King or M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> it could not be real. It's either science fiction or it's fantasy, or but, but it's, it's not real. But here we are today living in a COVID-19 world. So when I think about transhumanism and population control and uh, a vaccine that can be used to either transform humans or kill off a portion of the population. I don't find that to be far-fetched. But what I will say is everyone needs to do research. Do your own research before you decide to go get vaccinated. It's very important that you do this. 
I know there's so many people out there who don't know what RNA is. You know, I, I remember learning about it, you know, 30 years ago, but I don't remember what it, you know, what it does and all of that. Um, there are those of you out there who've never heard of transhumanism or human 2.0 or nanotechnology. But if you are going to allow someone to inject something into your body, you really need to do your own research. I have said for years, and I may have actually said it on another episode of this podcast, um, I've said for years that I do have a fear that something has been implanted in me. I have had so many surgeries. I do have stuff implanted in my body, you know, in my brain and in my heart. There are things implanted. I also believe that I was made sterile by the doctor. By a, by a surgeon. I, I honestly believe that. Um, I've gone through chemotherapy twice. For six months in 90, 1999 and for six months in 2001. I went in and had those injections. And I do wonder. I honestly wonder. And so for me, it may not make a difference. There may already be something in there. Um, but I, you know, I'm skeptical even in taking the flu shot this year. I don't know. Something just makes me nervous about it. I don't want to be controlled physically or mentally. And is that possible? Well, I guess you guys can, you know figure out from this podcast that I most certainly believe it can be. But I want you to take a moment to do some research on modified RNA, transhumanism, and nanotechnology. And also, take a good look at Bill Gates. Listen to some of the things that he says in interviews and in his TED Talk. You know, as it pertains to overpopulation and vaccines and pandemics. It's interesting to hear what he has to say, especially because he is, you know, one of the world's few billionaires who has a lot of influence in his hand in a lot of things. Um, so again, remember that this is not uh, an expert piece. It's just Adre talking about a little bit of science that I know about. Go ahead and do your own research. And if you have any feedback for me, I would love to hear it. Alrighty, this is Adre signing off. It looks like this episode is going to be a two-parter. Because after I recorded the first segment, I sat there and I thought about some of the things I wanted to say and didn't. And I think it's important that um, I share, you know, all of my thoughts on this. So when it comes to this vaccine, 
I want to see how it is marketed. And I hope that I am wrong, but the marketing will tell me whether or not I'm right. This is what I mean. The world has shown us time and time again how it feels about people of color. And, you know, I shouldn't say the world. I should say human beings. <laughs> human beings have um, shown us how they feel about uh, people of color. And one thing I know is that it is possible to create medicines that affect one race differently than another. I watched a docu documentary uh, more than a decade ago about, oh gosh, maybe more than, more than two decades ago. It was about a cure for AIDS. Um, or maybe I should say a cure for HIV. I think that's more accurate. So anyway, in this documentary, there had been studies done and what they found was that a small portion of um, Caucasians were um, cured, a very, very minute percentage, something like less than 1%. But nearly 100% of Black people were cured. In this, in this particular study. So it was deemed a failure. It was deemed a failure. I sat there and watched it on the television screen and I was astounded. Here we have something out there that will help black folks, but not really help the white population. So it's deemed a failure. It's ridiculous. But what that taught me was there's different ways to synthesize something so that it has different effects on different populations. And we've already talked about how COVID-19 is affecting the Hispanic and Black population due to disparities in the health system. And the fact that we have a lot of pre-existing conditions. And we have less access in certain neighborhoods, less access to um, healthcare. So I could see where the vaccine could be marketed to this population. But my concern is when we talk about decrease in the population, who would be targeted? seriously. And if we find that it is people of color who are marketed and given the vaccine in larger numbers and start to somehow suffer uh, side effects or die off in larger numbers, what can we do about it? It will already be set in motion. What can we do about it? So that's another big concern of mine, a concern that in trying to control the population um, and control the growth of the population, people of color will be targeted. 
people of color will be the ones that want to wipe off the map. So I just, well, I say all that again to just try to encourage everyone to go out there and do your research. I'm not saying don't get vaccinated. I'm saying do your research before you let anybody stick anything in you. Seriously, do your research. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Blue Diamond. And please know that your continued support is greatly appreciated. I also would like you to know that there are several ways you can listen to this podcast. Anchor.fm slash The Blue Diamond or the Anchor mobile app. Also, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Outcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. You can also find me on Facebook at The Blue Diamond. If you'd like to get in contact with me to be a guest or to ask any questions about the podcast, you can email me at collaborativecreationsbyak at gmail.com. 